Hey Candy Fam, this is Nate from Talking Candy. We want to let you know that this audio podcast is a recording from a weekly YouTube series on the Talking Candy YouTube channel. We often reference charts and other visual aids throughout the show that in our opinion improve the overall experience. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe so that you can stay informed on everything in the world of candy each and every week. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Also, I said hit it with a bam, and that's definitely not a saying. It's go out with a bang. We'll just bleep that out. What's up, Candy Fam? My name is Nate, that's David, and this is the Talking Candy Weekly Update. Every week, we sit down and take a look at everything going on in the world of candy and give you an idea of what you should be paying attention to. While David and I each have collections of our own, this is not financial advice. We are just here to have a good time. David, another week of Titans. We got new all-star packs coming up, a whole bunch of stuff. How you doing? I'm doing good. Still still no Giants. I'm going to keep bringing that up until they finally give me my Giant Titans. So I... I Honestly, with everything else that's been happening in Candy, I'd almost forgotten there were Titans this week, particularly because there were none for me. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot going on. I got another Red Sox, well, uh, kind of a Red Sox with Christian Vasquez, <laughs> which I noticed they changed his number to his new number, even though he obviously has a jersey number on in that uh, in that video. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, we've got the 2022 All Star set that is set to be released next week. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be a huge part of the uh, the show tonight. We've also got an updated roadmap, which is pretty exciting. Something we're going to take a look at and even kind of give our knee-jerk reactions. I've, I've glanced at it, haven't taken a super close look at it. And then you're going to you're gonna rip a few packs because you completed some challenges. You just had a few packs airdrop, airdropped, and you're going to share it with the world. So do some, uh, some pack rips as well. But first... We are going to take a look at what is a developing story. No, not really. But the first, the first active listings of of any Candy World Series token. I believe the first one was yesterday. Was it yesterday or today that it was first listed? I saw one yesterday, and then I saw that same one. It was number eight that okay. got listed yesterday. Got relisted again today. So this this number eight right here was relisted today for thirty eight thousand. And somebody else jumped in on the fun and listed number four recently for 34,700. So these are the first two sightings in the wild. We saw somebody pull one. We saw Jeff Rathgaber pull one. And we are aware of a few other people that have pulled them. But this is the first time we've seen one actually in the marketplace. It's pretty cool. Well, and the most recent one pulled, uh, you did tweet this out. It was pulled from someone who received one of the free packs last Friday for being one of the uh, most prolific Tide Minters last week. Yeah, that's a pretty nice little reward for for you know some free packs that you got for being heavily involved. A nice pull there. It's still super intriguing to find out what these are going to be used for. Obviously something World Series related, but I imagine that it's going to be cooler than we are thinking it's going to be so hopefully it is hopefully it lives up to the hype it's a pretty cool concept so we'll see what happens with those just wanted to show that let's start by uh let's jump into the all-star the all-star set and we'll start with a little tease here we've got the the 2022 all-star set is going to consist of the 
80 people or 80 players uh, similar to or exactly the same as the 21 all-star set so we've got uh, an example of a legendary right here with J-Rod and yeah it's gonna be small mint counts and uh, let's pull up let's pull up some of the the actual info here and that was that was clean and it is the legendary but but there is a crispness to this set mm -hmm. that I think does distinguish it from last year's all-star set as well. Agreed. Agreed. So we've got another very unique drop here and feel free to jump in on anything if you need to make any corrections. I've only read through this once or twice here and it's a pretty, it's a pretty lengthy drop. There's a lot going on here. So we've got two different editions similar to the hall of fame drop where we've got the blue edition coming in the form of a three icon pack and the gold edition coming in the form of a 10 icon pack. And we've got drastically different prices for each of these. So the blue edition, you've got a very small chance at an epic, no chance at legendary. The gold edition is where the legendaries live and you're also guaranteed a rare icon. And because of all of this, and obviously the volume of the, the players that you're going to be receiving, the blue edition is going to range from 15 at early access to $25 at general sale. And the gold edition is going to range from 125 at early access to 150 during general sale. So this is also the first time that we've had a different price point for early access. And in addition to that, early access is going to be a full 24 hours as opposed to a single hour, uh, which is what we have traditionally seen and the the extended early access is something that that we've talked about on here it's something that that you had the idea of pretty early on and cool to see yet another iteration of a candy product using a different format uh, a different concept and it'll be cool to see how people react to it so what are your what are your thoughts on this format well i definitely i like the comparison with the hall of fame packs uh, because hall of fame did come with those 10 packs and those four packs and in this case, we've got gold and blue with 10 and 3 apiece. The, the thing that makes them the most similar to the Hall of Fame set is that there, there is a disparity in terms of what you're going to be getting from those larger, more expensive packs. Uh, and it says right there, you know, in the blue edition, in the smaller packs, there are no legendaries and the chance of getting an epic is small. It, you know, it just says it right up front. And so you will be getting less you know, overall, just less rarity overall from those blue packs. But they, they made a correction because one thing that we saw with the Hall of Fame packs is they were charging the same price per icon, regardless of which pack. You know, you, you bought a four pack, you spent $25 per icon. You bought a 10 pack, you spent $25 per icon. And so that really made that disparity in what they had inside very clear and it made those four packs much less desirable even though they had those griffy chasers inside or inserts i should say but with this we see a price difference in terms of how much you're paying per icon uh, if we disregard early access if we just look at the general access prices you're paying 50 15 dollars an icon for the 10 packs the gold and you're paying a little over eight dollars per icon for the blue and so you're not paying the same price per card. You're getting a bit of a bargain on those blues. And so you still have that upside of those tricons. It's gonna be interesting to see how those get valued. It just adds just this unique aspect to each pack you rip. 
but you're also not paying pound for pound the same amount per icon. And so I think, personally, I think the gold will still be more desirable. The fact that they have all the legendaries and most of the epics is going to carry a lot of weight. But they offset it. You know, they gave us, you know, they, they you know, they iterated, as you said, uh, on those smaller packs. And, and they just made them, you know, not as obviously a losing play as they were in the Hall of Fame set. And so I think there, there's there's something, there's a reason to rip blues at that price point. Yeah. So I'm curious what you think about the the how this bonus tricon is being rolled out. Do you think that every pack gets one or do you think it's a you might get it because I'm reading this no. as every pack gets one. Every pack okay. is getting a tricon and, and effectively it is just like a unique receipt almost for the pack that you ripped. Mm-hmm. And so if you rip a pack that has, you know, a Trout, Otani and J-Rod in that blue pack, you're going to get a pretty sweet tricon showing the contents of that pack. The fact that every pack gets one, you know, it's going to make them less rare, but each one has the possibility of being unique right because they're gonna you know it's gonna be very difficult for anyone to get the same three players and our understanding is that they're going to reflect rarity as well Mm. and so you're you're not gonna get a perfect match from anyone else and so the tricon that you get should be unique to your pack it's very unlikely that we're gonna see that many repeats i've been trying to work the math out on that uh me and a couple other guys on discord just to see how likely it is that there, there's any, you know, same tricons at all. But yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting. I think some will have value, those top tier players. If you get three of them in the same pack, then that could give that tricon value. But a lot of them are just going to be for you. They're going to be, you ripped this pack. This is your tricon. This is your receipt of what you got. Yeah, definitely a lot of them will be whatever, just a cool, a cool collectible. But some of them are going to be, to your point that luck of the draw three really cool guys or imagine somebody pulls like three sotos in one pack and you get a a triple you know a tricon of you know it could happen we've seen we've seen multiple of the same player pulled so we'll see what happens mm-hmm. there uh the tricon is a very cool concept again just all different layers different elements and we haven't even touched on the fact that we already have both burning and collection challenges for this set going into mm-hmm. Uh, the the drop day so learning from past failures and past successes here we're seeing people have enjoyed more fanfare around a drop and knowing exactly what they're buying into why they're buying it and you know what the whole ecosystem is behind it and they're doubling down on that here with not only collection challenge but also burning challenge and so let's let's talk about now just to quickly we'll hit the these numbers here we've got 800 of the blue edition packs available during pre-sale and 100 of the gold edition packs. So very, very few of those. And then we will have a remaining 6,200 blue edition and 2,600 gold edition for general sale. So the vast majority of packs are going on sale to GA as opposed to early access, a very small percentage going to early access. Uh, And as stated, there will be a full 24 hours that those those early access packs have been put into circulation prior to general sale coming becoming available so the ability to obtain early access is extremely difficult especially 
for the the gold edition, which, as we just discussed, is the is the superior product here. It's the uh, the much the much higher chance of getting something very rare. It's the only way to get a legendary. It's you know effectively the only way to get an epic. Yes, some people will hit epics and blues, but it's not something worth holding your breath on. So, for the blue edition, anybody holding a all-star commemorative ticket or a home run derby commemorative ticket, those were. 10, 20 bucks, you know, when, when the announcement happened, the last I checked, they were around 40, probably sitting around there. Maybe they've crept up more. Uh, so that's relatively affordable if you want to get some, some blue edition early access, but in terms of gold edition, it's near impossible. This is by far the highest bar that's been set for early access so far. And even though I'm not included in either one of these bullet points, I think that this is pretty cool. I like it. I think that there should be drops like this that, that have an elite tier of access to it. So we've got both uh, holders of one of one legendaries from the 2021 All-Star set, but also holders of complete sets of the 2021 All-Star, including the Chaser. So this is people that did the set, got the Chaser, and didn't sell off either piece. So you're still holding all 80 All-Stars, or 81 I think it was, and Mm -hmm. as well as the Otani Chaser. So if you're holding all 82 of those items for the snapshot being taken on September 16th at 5 p.m. Eastern, you will receive early access as well as anybody holding a one of one. You hit both bullet points. You've got your, your Kyle Gibson over your shoulder there in the background, as well as completing the, the all-star set, which, uh, which you did back in January. So what's your take on this? Well, um, I'm glad to be getting something for that set. I, I'm not really getting per se. I'm still going to have to pay for those gold packs. But I like the fact that it is a smaller, more exclusive group, particularly since we have that 24-hour window. That that gives us some amount of time to, to decide what we want to do. Uh, and at this point, we're not sure how many people are going to be qualifying for that gold early access. We believe it'll be less than 100. And so anyone who does qualify, who's going to be ready when early access starts, shouldn't have any problem getting at least one of the gold packs. And same same with the blue packs. If you qualify by having one of those commemorative tickets and you're online, once it's going live, it is just one pack per transaction. And and so, you know, they they both should sell out pretty quickly, but it shouldn't be within the first minute. Uh, And well, maybe the gold. But that should give people who are ready time to, to get their hands on those early packs. And, you know, then they'll have at that point 24 hours to decide if they're ripping or if they're going to leverage that early access to to give someone else a chance to rip. Uh, and I like it. I, I like the qualifications they set. It, it's just, you know, they, they turned kind of a spotlight onto those commemorative tickets with the blue edition, but they made it specifically the ones about the all-star game in the all-star week and so it's related to the set it's not just any commemorative ticket which would have opened it up to too many people and would have made it you know effectively not in early access at all it would have just been access as we've said before if they'd done that and so it's, it just seems very focused and and it makes sense yeah i really like the fact that the the qualification is related to the product itself and they haven't had the luxury of doing that yet because we haven't had a repeat product yet. This is the first time 
that we've gotten into, you know, we're getting into year two here, which is crazy to think about, but we're getting into year two of, of candy baseball product. And because of that, they have the ability to point attention to the, the product from the prior year, as well as some new product that they did that was attached literally to the event this year, a couple months ago. So really like the execution on this. Just, I just like it conceptually. It's a, it's a nice way to, to commemorate the all-star game, to utilize the previous product and to reward big collectors in a big way. I think that, you know, those, that gold pack early access is going to sell out immediately and that it's going to be only product out there for 24 hours. And I would imagine that the, the gold edition packs sell out relatively quickly in general access as well. So just to get hands on, on some of those early on is a, a nice reward for people that have committed to, to candy products in a big way. So no problem with that, even as somebody that is not getting it, I think that it, it's, a, it's a cool concept. Do I wish I had early access? Of course, but it is what it is. Uh, so, and then what I also teased was that we've got challenges already. So not only is there a full set collection challenge, which has become pretty, pretty standard in, in Candyland, but we've also got round two of burning challenges. So we're currently in the middle of burning for uh, the Titan burning from the 2022 leadoff set. But now we've got some burning challenges for the all-star set. And I actually have not even read into this. So I'm going to let you take over here if you've already got this uh, under okay. your belt. Yes. So the burning challenge, it's not going to be exactly like the Titans. The, the, the total amount of burning that will occur is going to be smaller in scale. And that's fine because the set itself is smaller in scale. I don't think we touched on this yet, but the mint counts for this year's all-star set are actually slightly smaller than last year's mint counts. You know, only 388 cores, only 117 uncommons, 57 rares, basically across the board, uh, 25 epics, still the one legendary, just a few less mints per rarity than we saw in last year's set. And I think this speaks to Candy trying to keep the set smaller, trying to to keep it even with the current demands of the product. That they don't want to see an oversupply issue like we saw with the leadoff set. And I, I didn't feel like the Hall of Fame set was badly sized at all, but there's a lot of people who feel that was oversupplied as well. Uh, I, I, I hope long term it won't be, uh, but we'll getting off getting off topic here. Uh, the point is the 2022 All-Star set is slightly smaller than last year's and there's just not going to be a whole lot there to burn. Uh, what will be there to burn is 10 of the players uh, will not have epics found in packs. Those epics will only be available as part of the burning challenge. And that's going to be Alec Manoa, Clayton Kershaw, Garrett Cole, Jose Ramirez, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado, Pete Alonso, Rafael Devers, sorry Nate, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Those 10 players will only have epics available by burning. And similar to Titans, you'll be burning some points of those players and some points of anyone else. And it's going to follow the same scale uh, in terms of points per rarity, but you only have to burn 50 points total. Six of them have to be from the player, and 44 have to be from anyone else. Hmm. 
And so burning those 50 points, the 44 and the 6, that will get you one of the 25 epics for those 10 players. And so there's only going to be 250 burns total, just 25 epics across the 10 players. And, and so it's, yeah, it's going to be some burning, and maybe some players will get burned more than others. But I think what we're going to see is just the the least desirable players, maybe the, the dozen or so of the least desirable players, will all be used across the board for those other 44 points. And then it'll just be the six points of those 10 players. And we're not going to see too much burned overall. Not like we're seeing with the Titans, where significant percentages are being burned of some players. Gotcha. Makes sense. And so is the reward going to be randomized? You're, you you won't know which of the 10 players you're going to receive? I I don't know. I think at this no, I think at this point we assume that there's going to be a burn for each of the 10 players because you have to burn 6 of their Oh points. right, you just Okay, sorry. Yeah. You just said that you need to put right. that player. Okay. Which but, means that the certain ones will probably mint out very very quickly. Right. There's still questions in terms of, you know, only being 25 of them. How are they going to decide which 25 people are going to be lucky enough to burn for the Arenado mm-hmm. epics? You know, there's going to be more than 25 people waiting in line. And are they going to have all those cues concurrently on the same day? You know, there, there's things that they're going to need to work out or at least, you know, explain to us before that begins. Because with the Titans, we've seen that with a hundred of them, and with the more points that it requires, uh, there, there's enough time to get the burning done with the current amount of demand. Mm-hmm. But with, with only 25, uh, it's going to be much more difficult, we think. Makes sense. And then, so the other thing that's really cool about what's happening here is that this is all going down the same week as the pack drop. So mm-hmm. they're keeping it all condensed into a jam-packed week of of all-star action. So you've got the the burning starting on wednesday after the packs drop to general access on tuesday so you've got early access on monday of next week general Mm -hmm. uh yeah sorry general access on tuesday burning starts on wednesday and concludes on friday and then the the full set collection challenge that gets kicked out into mid-november so you've got two months to uh to do that so it's a little bit further out but the, the burning challenge itself is all week of, and then it will be done. So I like that. I think that that's a, a good design. Keep the focus on it when it's happening. Lots of excitement around it, around the drop, people wanting the cards, and then ultimately having the the icons land in the collections of people who really want to be collecting those particular players. Mm-hmm. Is you know I think that people are going to be burning for things that they want, and they're going to be ripping and buying and selling things that they want, and it's a very limited product overall. So... Hopefully, uh, hopefully it turns out that there's a, a fair amount of demand there. And I, I really like that they added the epic rarity for the full set. Uh, that's going to be out of my price range. Uh, I will be going for the full set again, I believe. At least a core, I think, should be very attainable. But I like that the epic full set is an option. Because I can think of offhand three or four people who will be going for that. And, and we might only see five full sets of the epics created 
but more power to them. Those five individuals, they will deserve to have that incredibly rare chaser, that epic reward, whatever it happens to be, for their full epic set. Yeah, so collecting all 80 of the all-star icons will result in the base reward, and then the all 80 in epic rarity will receive the epic reward. And to your point, that's going to be extremely difficult to do because... 10 of those players, which we just talked about, are coming from burning only. So, mm -hmm. and we can only imagine that all that burning is going to be happening simultaneously. It's going to be crazy. There's going to have to be some purchases made on the secondary to execute on that, that set, I can only imagine. So seeing who does that and the quantity at which it's completed will be really cool to see. And to your point, that is going to presumably end up being one of the lowest mint count items to date within this candy ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it's something really cool and good luck to anybody that's, uh, that's looking to execute on that. So uh, you got anything else on on the All-Star stuff or should we jump into the into the updated roadmap? I think that's it. I, I mean, I'm excited, I'm nervous about this set, but I, I, think, that, uh, I, I think that they're doing a lot of things that were requested in terms of the scale, in terms of the features, mm -hmm. in terms of getting us this information ahead of time. They're not telling us about the set or the burning, you know, a month after the fact. We knew it up front, and they've given us dates, and, and that's all feedback that's been thrown at Candy for the past six months. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the same way with the Hall of Fame set, where, you know, they iterated and they, they made it smaller and more focused, and they made this set smaller and more features and more details and it's just it's just another step in the right direction 100 100 percent agree all right let's jump into the roadmap and roadmap has long been a topic of discussion it's a topic of discussion in every web3 project you know what have you done for me lately and what's coming up soon and so this is a, a welcomed update that was just released today on uh, Tuesday, September 13th. And it was broken out into four segments, early fall, late fall, winter, and 2023 and beyond. And these are the first two slides here, obviously, for, for the fall. So just going in order here, because uh, I know not everybody is watching, some people are listening. For early fall product releases, we've got the 2022 All-Star Icon Series, which we just discussed at length. We've got Play of the Day and Commemorative Tickets continuing to come out for the remainder of the season. And we've got the 2022 Candy Sweet Futures Football and Dynamic Challenge coming out. So assume that that is coming out very soon with the start of the college football season. Those are the three product releases for early fall. In terms of challenges, we'll, we're going to see the All-Star Bracket Challenge, which is already happening right now. Forgot to mention that, but uh, a bracket that people can go in and vote on their favorite icon, uh, you know, same as how a March Madness bracket works, as well as the All-Star Burning and Full Set Challenges, which we just discussed. So those are the two challenge elements. And then features that are going to be seen in the very near future. We're going to be looking at a uh, candy showcases within the collection, being able to customize your collection and create showcases of your favorite NFTs, something that we've been begging for, hoping for, wanting for a while now. <laughs> Super exciting. It's going to be really fun to be able to interact with our collectibles on a more enjoyable level like that. 
There's also going to be a candy loyalty program, version one, and engage, uh, engagement rewards, version one, uh, as well as random serialization for open edition products. I am not particularly a fan of that, but uh, there are a lot of people that have been calling that for that for a long time. I think that first come first serve serialization is a nice division of many different product drops. So bummed to see that go. It's well known that you and I like hunting those cereals. It's fun to do. And I know that there's a lot of people that, that join in on that action as well. So I'll be sad to see that go. The, the candy loyalty program and the engagement rewards, this is really interesting to see what that ends up being. We've been looking for, you know, different ways to, whether it be, you know, I don't know if this is going to be collector score per se or some variation of it, but it'll be interesting to see what those two bullet points ultimately look like. Uh, and feel free to jump in if you have any, any thoughts on any of these. I, I, I'm not sure if it'll be a collector score. I, I feel like they would have used those words in that order if that's something we were going to see with one of those bullet points just because that's that's a concept people can wrap their heads around because it's something that they're familiar with with the NBA Top Shot collector score. Mm -hmm. And so I know that that's something that there's a lot of demand for from Candy. Uh, but then I'm not sure how else a loyalty program will work. At some point, you're going to have to put some amount of weight to someone's collection to decide what to reward and how much to reward. And, right. and so there's, you know, th there's a lot that we still don't know. I, I do really like this early fall, you know, segment. I, I you know, th these are all exciting things that could be right around the corner, or at least should be, with fall starting in another week or so. But there's just so many different ways that we can interpret what a loyalty program and engagement rewards might mean. Right. Uh, as far as the random serialization, you know, I like going for those early mints. And sometimes I'll even try my hand at going for the final mint of the night, trying to get that perfect play of the day. And so that's something that I have enjoyed doing. But the writing has also been on the wall for some time. For sure. Uh, there has been a, a very you know, vocal group of people who, who don't like that. I'm curious to see if they're going to start participating now that it's changing or if they were just being vocal to be vocal and won't be participating anyways. So I'll, I'll be I'll be keeping my eye out for that to see if that even changes how many people are minting each day. But if it's what if it's what the community wants, then that's what candy should give them. So I'm OK with that, too. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I just enjoy the the rush of it. I think it's fun to to yeah. get there right when the product drops and and try and buy it as fast as possible. But agreed, the writing has been on the wall, and it is what it is. That's just uh, things are always going to be changing, and uh, and that's just fine. So late fall, we've got four product releases. We've got the inevitable 2022 World Series champion, which will be commemorated in a candy collection. So. We will, we will await to see which team that is based around. We'll also have Stranger Things collection number two. And so I know that that's something that you'll be looking forward to. And there's a, definitely a, a new user base within Candy that, that embraced the Stranger Things collection. So it'd be cool to see what that looks like. We will also have iteration number two of the Uncut Diamond set. So we are about to see the 2022 All-Star set as the, the first kind of repeat product that candy has has gone through a second cycle on and then we will 
Also in the near future, see the uncut diamonds get repeated as well, presumably with very low mint counts and something similar to last year, maybe one player from each team, we'll see. And then as has been discussed in Discord and stated in announcements, there will be repackaged vaulted leadoff packs. Don't know exactly what form those are going to come in in terms of contents, volume of cards, contents, guaranteed rarities, things of that nature. Hopefully they repackage it in a way that is more desirable and at a reasonable price point. It'll be interesting to see what the kind of proposition value is there with Titan Burning mm-hmm. completed and the the season coming to a close. Are they being will they be sold for very cheap? That would be detrimental to the the cards that are already in circulation. We see rares and epics with really high prices right now. So hopefully that's handled with care. It'll be very interesting to see what we get for new information on that and how they intend to release those. But it does seem based on Discord discussion that they're going to wait to do that until Titan Burning is completed, which is also something that we've been asking for, not just you and I, but the community at large. So those are the product releases coming in the late fall. And then additional features, looking to see the on-site collection uh, challenges. So showing the, you know, all of these collections that have been talked about over the last year, being able to actually visualize that those, I assume is what that, that means. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being able to actually execute on them, fill them in and, and show that you've got the badge of completion in some way, uh, as well as crypto wallet connectivity and USDC withdrawals. So right now we've got USDC deposits that you can do, uh, but obviously expanding on the, you know, interconnectivity with crypto wallets and, and crypto payments will be a move in the right direction for allowing people to, to get more involved with candy. So I don't know if you've got anything specific on those before we jump into the next slide. Uh, with Stranger Things, I hope they give us another interactive component because I think that was a big selling point for a lot of the people who did turn up. You know, they did sell those mystery boxes after the interactive puzzles were done, but it was the puzzles themselves that drew people in. And it was, you know, the fact that it, it took several weeks of showing back up for the new puzzle and working as a community and brainstorming. And I think that was a big part of it and something that's just a simple, here's a new product, buy it, please that might not resonate with the same people who were drawn here by the puzzles. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that's part of it. Uh, Even if it's not, I'm, I'm always blown away by the content that the candy design team can make. So I'm sure they're going to be giving us something cool and that will still have appeal, but I think it would be a miss if they don't include some type of interactivity because that's, again, that's what brought them here in the first place. Uh, As far as the uncut diamonds, uh, yeah, I hope it's what well, I think they'll be taking information from how the next couple weeks go with the with the new all star set. And I think that will guide how they perform or how they tweak the uncut diamond set. But at this point, I have high hopes for the all star set. And so if they just give us a very similar setup with the uncut diamonds, you know, a month later or whenever a month or two later then I'll be pretty happy with that as well. And with the repackaged leadoff packs, um, that's another kind of loaded phrase. That could mean a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You know, They could take the cores out and sell us packs that have nothing but uncommons, rares, and epics. 
You know, they could shuffle them. They could make them larger. They could sell us one card at a time. You know, they have the freedom to take all the icons in the still vaulted packs and rearrange them in any possible way to, you know, to make it work the second time around. But but I am glad that they're waiting until the Titan burning will be over. Mm-hmm. That is another reason why I'd like them to burn more than 10 Titans a week. So we're not waiting quite as far. But I guess if the, the new packs aren't going to be ready till mid-November, then it won't matter if we're still burning in mid-November. As far as uh, the features coming up, uh, I do have a point to make about the USDC withdrawals. But I do need to save that until the next page. So I'm going to okay. put a pin in that and come back to it. All right. So let's jump into the the next two segments, which are winter as well as 22.3 and beyond. So in winter, we are looking at the MLB 2021 candy jerseys. I'm not sure if that's meant to say 2022 or if that means that they're going to finally make good on what the 21 jerseys are meant to be. I know that the 22 jerseys are also supposed to be a thing. When they made the 21 jerseys, they said they'd make a jersey each year. But do you have confirmation that that's what that means is following through on on what the 21 jerseys are? It's following on. It's following up on the 21 jerseys. And so it is some type of product that will incorporate those jerseys in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Uh, We still won't know what that means until winter. And so that could be, you know, December through February at this point but hopefully it's something that they're giving us before the end of the year uh, but, but it will involve those 21 jerseys we've been holding on to okay so we've got that we've got an icon series coming for wwe which i'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to uh, so far we've had simpler drops open mint and kind of commemorative specific wrestlers but this will be more like the cards the baseball cards presumably baseball icons uh, we're also going to see a Getty Images platform launch. So who knows what that means or what that will look like, but very, very much looking forward to seeing that. Always exciting to see some new element of what's going on and, and what that could potentially be. And then in terms of challenges for the winter, we will be seeing racing burning challenge and the candy collection challenges for prior series. So uh, racing, getting a little revitalization haven't seen much going on with that adding some burning challenges to that as well as it looks like some collection challenges for prior series that didn't necessarily get that treatment yet yeah i don't have too much to add on this page Uh, i'm excited about getty images because it's it's the image archives Mm -hmm. you know and so we still don't know exactly how much candy has access to or, or what that partnership entails but the sky is the sky is the limit and so there could be some pretty incredible collections that come up as a result of that partnership agreed so this 2023 and onward slide is definitely the most intriguing there's some significant stuff on here some very exciting items and you know 2023 is only four months away so it's not that far to assume that that we would have at least some of these things happening in the not so distant future uh but just kind of going through this list and then we can go back and touch in detail on anything specifically but 
uh, features in 2023, an onward collection utility and gamification, hugely intriguing, enhanced my collection features, enhanced security features like multi-factor authentication, been looking for that for a while, ACH deposits and payouts, enhanced secondary market search tools, auctions and offers, something we've talked about on here, collection and challenge badging, enhanced data visualization, gifting and transferring, that's huge, surprised to see that on here, enhanced profile personalization. So some really significant items on here, things that have been huge buzzwords, huge topics of discussion, things that have been said, you know, topics that have been, yeah, we hear you, but we've got bigger fish to fry right now, which understandable mm -hmm. in some elements, but some of the, these things are really important. Multi-factor authentication is really important. That needs to be here. We've got people with substantial collections with substantial money, and it's only being held behind a single password. So multi-factor authentication is a huge one. Uh, collection utility and gamification. Again, we've talked about how thinking outside the box when it comes to gamification. No, Candy is not going to be the fantasy baseball provider the way that So Rare is, but that doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of different ways to utilize these cards and gamify them in different ways to be able to create sets and lineups and challenges, et cetera, et cetera. So lots of things to be excited about for the potential there. Enhanced my collection features. Already expressed how excited I am about the, the showcase element from the, the last page there. Auctions and offers, something that I put on my wish list a while ago. Love to be able to put out offers, open a dialogue with a seller. People list things all the time. Doesn't necessarily mean that's the end all be all price. We all know this from, from regular <laughs> negotiations, right? This is, that's part of collecting, that's part of baseball cards. So auctions and offers is a really, really exciting way to start to open up the, the ways in which people can acquire cards and, and NFTs and uh, going at that from different angles. So man, I could probably get excited about every bullet on this list, but clearly there was something that you wanted to specifically talk about. So lay it on me. Well, you hit it already. It was enhanced security features, multi-factor authentication. The fact that we're getting this after USDC withdrawals is is bad. It, it is not a good thing. The fact that it's just a single password protecting someone's account, and now it will be possible at some point in late fall to withdraw cryptocurrency, that that could go very badly for anyone who's holding a lot of candy balance and has their account compromised. You know, currently the only way to withdraw funds is with a bank wire. And so you have to put in your banking information. It has to match the information of yours that you authenticated your account with. So you can't put someone else's bank account on your account. And so at the very least, someone getting access to my account wouldn't be able to withdraw funds into their bank. But if someone got access to my account after they add the USDC withdrawals, uh, unless they have some type of safeguard that they haven't mentioned yet, that could be problematic. And, and that's why we need that multi-factor authentication before we put in these ease of access to withdraw funds from the account. Uh, because once someone has $20,000 of candy balance withdrawn from their account as crypto, it's gone. It's not coming back. And, and so hopefully they have something in mind to protect accounts from that. 
Um, but if they have something that would be sufficient protection, then it would be something like a text message or an email or, or something else that would uh, hopefully a text message, you know, or some type of authenticator app because an email won't cut it. If someone accesses your account, they could probably just as easily get into your email and verify that as well. And so of everything that came out on this roadmap, the fact that they've pushed the security features as far back as they have and, and put kind of dangerous features in front of them with that ease of, with, of withdrawal is I think my biggest criticism of what we've seen. And, and I have, there's a lot of good stuff here. I know some people were expecting more specific dates and deadlines and instead they've given us quarters, but I think quarters is fine. I think knowing what's coming in fall and in winter, it still puts them on the clock. It still mm -hmm. holds them accountable to a specific window of time uh, for the 2023 and onward. Maybe I would have liked to see that broken up in terms of the first and second half of the year, just to get some idea of where their priorities are. And even if that changes, because we can be flexible to, to small changes, but, uh, but, but that's the thing that is just kind of the glaring black eye to me is that enhanced security features taking as long as it's going to take. Yeah. Uh, everything else you mentioned is great. I, I can't wait for auctions and offers. I can't wait for gifting and transferring. You know, I think that will be a good way to get people involved. I, I've got relatives who I would love to just say, hey, I've, I've been holding on to these extra players. I know you love this team. Set up an account. I'll, I'll give one to you. And, and I think that's, you know, I think that has the potential to expand the user base with those giftings and transferring. Uh, but but that's that's my piece. That's that's my rant over. That's where I stand as far as uh, where Candy, I think, fell short with this roadmap. Yeah, I think that we can all agree that security features are extremely important, especially for big collections, uh, you know, collections that could be targeted. So agree with you that it's it's super important and hopefully is on the early end of that that list. Uh, you know, there are there's a lot to be excited about on here. My the 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 little red flag that gets raised for me is the bullet uh, for collection and challenge badging. I don't like that it just says collection and challenge badging. I think that mm -hmm. we need to see debut badges for different sets, you know, a guy's first icon, a guy's first play of the day, things of that nature point to when is the origin product going to get pointed at again? When? When is that going to happen? Because I've got a whole lot of cores that are worth $7 each now that I could have sold for a lot of money a few months ago. And I'm not saying that I don't understand the risks that come with holding. And I'm not saying that I expect it to ever go back to what it was. We were in a, a crazy moment there and that's not what I'm saying, but there's gotta be something more coming for this badging and, and pointing towards the origin product. And the way that that's worded scares me a little bit. Not going to look into it too closely because these are obviously bullet points. They're using mm -hmm. as few words as possible to convey <laughs> what's happening. And so I'm not, I'm not freaking out, I'm not freaking out, but I might at some point. So I think that the, but to your point, the quarters are, are good. I think we've got about five or six months in front of us here where we've got some pretty 
pretty well-established milestones that are going to occur that they've committed to. And then I would imagine that as Candy continues to find their foothold and an understanding of their their demand and, and what their drops are going to look like, we'll probably see an update on that 2023 and onward sometime this winter in terms of what they're prioritizing. At least I hope that that's the case. So with that, well, and yeah, go ahead. I, I could touch on that because um, there's been a lot of discussion about the roadmap since it just came out earlier today. Uh, a lot of people agreeing with you that badges need to be more of a priority and they need to be a, a more broad thing that's not specifically tied to collections and challenges but it's just an intrinsic part of those assets themselves. Mm -hmm. But as far as the roadmap getting updated over time, uh, they haven't committed to anything just yet, but there is some discussion that they would like to have once or twice a month, some way to, to revisit and, and kind of put out updates and changes to the roadmap. And so hopefully if they're able to even do it once a month, that could maybe clarify those 2023 and onward positions. Yeah, one, more once a month would those. be huge. That would be huge. That would be a ton of information in addition to the stuff that obviously we're going to be getting very, uh, you know, more detailed updates on as things are happening. So, mm -hmm. yeah, any any level of consistent update on a type of roadmap. Clearly, we're talking about it. This is interesting. This is what people want to know about. And that that transparency is really important. So. I'm sure that we will touch on other pieces of this as they get closer, become more real, or if we just have some reason that we want to talk about it. But we will we'll put the roadmap to rest at this point, and uh, and we'll finish off the show with uh, some uh, some pack rips. You ready to rip some packs? I'm ready to rip some packs. So I, uh, you know, I did complete the player of the month challenges. So they airdropped me uh, seven free packs. I'm only going to be ripping three today. I'll be ripping one from four, one from five, one from six. And we're just going to hope for the best. So we're just going to jump right in here with 2022 leadoff series lineup four. Offhand, I don't even know who I want from these packs. I don't have them as memorized as I did you want when Devers. we were first opening these packs. You want Devers in this one. Apparently, I want Devers. That way I can gift it to Nate sometime next year. <laughs> Let's, uh, okay. I had a, I had a moment of fear there. <laughs> it's been a while. And we got a rare in the first pack. So already that's better than just the standard two uncommons. Uh, the first core is going to be Garrett Whitlock. Red Sox. Maybe this is the Red Sox pack. Second core is going to be Dom Nunez. Rockies. Third core, Josh Donaldson for the Yankees. On common is Ryan O'Hearn for the Royals. And the rare. Josh Hader. Nice. Okay. I don't that's think a good... he hasn't had his Titan yet, right? That's what I need to double check. I don't think he has. Um, so I'm just going to be going to be a decent here hit. Because, but yeah, that, that rare hit... Uh, by itself could be more valuable than me having sold that pack. Yeah. And so that's uh that's a good pull. But on to lineup number five. Gonna unwrap and again I'm not sure who I want here. So it's, uh, it's been a long time, several months. And we got a standard pack. So two uncommons in this one. 
first core. Jason Castro for the Astros. Second core, Rymel Tapia for the Blue Jays. Third core, Avasel Garcia for the Marlins. The first uncommon is Nick Castellan. Nick from the Phillies. Nick Castellanos. That's the one. And the second is Domingo Herman, starting pitcher for the Yankees. Not sure if Castellanos has had his Titan yet. The Hater Rare is a $20 card. So far, but if his Titan hasn't come up, then I'll be waiting until his Titan day if I'm going to decide what I want to do with that. Yeah. And then the Castellano Uncommon floor of uh, 7 bucks right now. Okay. So this one was not as good as the last pack, but it was free. I'll take it. And last, lineup number six. Lineup number six does have the most potential to be a big winner because that's what we've been seeing week in and week out with those Titans is those lineup number six players have the fewest minted mm -hmm. and have been the most valuable. Let's see what we got. Another rare. All right, two for two three on rare is not bad. That's, that's solid. First core going to be Taylor Rogers. The Padres. I really hope Candy comes up with a way to use this opening animation and show the the serial. We need to combine the two the two versions <laughs> and have it be right. the best of both worlds. Uh, second core is Jesse Winker for the Mariners. Nice. I think his Titan Day is still coming. Yep. Third core, Jake Cousins for the Brewers. The uncommon. Austin Meadows for the Tigers. All right, something and big. End it with a bam. Anyone who still has a Titan coming. Oh, Adam nice. Is he he's still coming too? I think so. Is he, is he, did he already titan, go? Right? Oh, he has a Titan for sure. Well, then... That's your I best hit right there. That's a $55 card. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Also, I said hit it with a bam, and that's definitely not... A saying it's go out with a bang so well we'll just bleep that either out. way either <laughs> way it worked so i'm gonna be looking at these a little more closely nice just hit. To see what i'm working with as far as the uh upcoming titans are concerned but uh check but that I'm, I'm out that. check that that wainwright cereal Let's, Wait, I'll, ju yeah. I'll jump back in here let's refresh this I'm just curious. I like being able to do by recent. There's actually only two active listings for a Wainwright rare right now, 55 and 54. Well, I got serial number 13. Nice. So, so some luck there. All right. Not not the jersey, but nice and low. Yeah. That'll at least uh, help it be more attention grabbing if I list it for sale. For sure. Nice. Uh, no other serials standing out. No perfects, no jerseys, no single digits, but overall, three solid packs, two rares, can't complain. Two rares and a Wainwright, take it. Appreciate you sharing that with us, and uh, but yeah, I think that's all we got. It's a fun week. We didn't even touch on Titans. There's too much else to talk about. Titans continue. Keep burning your Titans. We're having fun with it. I grabbed a couple more this week. David's still waiting for his Giants, as has been stated. But uh, my name is Nate. 
That's David. This is the Talking Candy Weekly Update. We appreciate you being here, and we will see you in the next one.